Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey, reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we have a letter from Father Sopochko to St. Faustina from November of 1936. Vilnius, 21st of November, 1936. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Dear Sister in Christ, I am very happy that you feel better and trust that God's mercy will restore your health completely. I hasten to promptly answer the questions you asked me in your last letter, Sister. There are prospects that this matter will be taken up soon, but man's predictions in divine matters usually fall through, for God does not base his actions on them. Besides, he is able to build greater glory for himself out of stones rather than from man's wise undertakings. That is why, in looking around for people who might push this matter forward, I have not yet found anyone who would be capable of doing something, but I trust that, with God's help, we will manage to achieve everything. I have discussed this matter with the Archbishop already several times, but in his opinion it is still too early to begin something externally, and that is why he is even delaying his decision to give permission for the publication of this holy card with the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. I see God's will in this, and, looking at it objectively, in a human way, I share the Archbishop's view, because one has to act very cautiously, wisely, and calmly. Think everything over ten times, wait, and after that begin and lead it to a successful development and conclusion. I advise you, sister, to stick to this method in your exterior conduct. Even if interior desires impel and urge you strongly to take action, God does not measure and evaluate our work by using the same yardstick as people. For him, a century is like a moment, and, as you so fittingly put in your letter, sister, the Lord does not change anything he has once said. So he will surely fulfill his plans in us, through us, or without us. As regards the last paragraph of your letter, in which you speak about leaving the congregation and being dispensed from your vows, I cannot make a decision in this matter today, since I have not been your immediate director for eight months now. However, I shall support entirely the decision of your current director, upon whom God will lavish abundant light in this matter, and I shall fervently entreat the Lord for it in my prayers. With his consent, you may take certain steps in this direction according to his advice. You can also count on my assistance. But I warn you not to make any decisions in haste, frenzy, or excessive enthusiasm, which often flow from concealed self-love. In this case, self-love should be particularly fiercely fought against, if you are to win the victory which you mention in your letter. God is our refuge and strength amid the hardships that oppress us, and these afflictions are ever greater over here, too, I encounter ever greater difficulties. But there has never been a matter of God that the spirits of darkness have not opposed. 
So let us trust in victory in Christ, who said, Trust, I have overcome the world. I commend myself to your prayers and wish you a complete recovery to health. Reverend Michał Sopochko. Father Sopochko replies to St. Faustina's letter just two days later. He says there is hope regarding the founding of the new community, but as the saying goes, man proposes and God disposes. Despite all of our plans, we have to await the unfolding of God's will, which we discover over time. Father has already spoken to the Archbishop several times, but he wants to take a cautious approach. Apparently, the, uh, the Archbishop always took a cautious approach toward all of the revelations regarding the divine mercy. Despite the interior urgings that she feels, um, Father Sopochko asks her to take a cautious approach as well. As St. Faustina said, God doesn't change something that he has already said. So we don't have to race to the finish line to accomplish his will. Slow but steady wins the race. Regarding her leaving her congregation and getting dispensed from her vows, he doesn't want to offer an opinion since he has not spoken to her as a spiritual director in eight months. But he is sure that God will enlighten Father Andrash. He promises to pray about it. And he says that she can begin to go forward if she has the consent to Father Andrash, but that she should do nothing in haste, frenzy, or excessive enthusiasm. It is easy to get fooled when emotions like these move in. He also tells her to be aware of self-love, which sometimes can be hidden. We're not even aware of it. What he means here is self-centeredness, uh, putting ourselves and our needs and our desires before God's will. He knows it will be a struggle, but the evil one always opposes something that is good. He urges trust in Christ who will win the victory in the end. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.